0: what's up everybody welcome back jack of no trades your future 2019 movies we're looking forward to what's up tay i'm looking at this list we have here a lot of losers in 2018 a lot a lot in the hindsight bilmo still here still going good to be back been a while since i've been back with you guys (laughs) it's been you
1: know a little bit of time but i'm glad to be back in the studio
0: Right, we just keep on going. We don't quit here, all right? We don't stop. Just like 2018 couldn't stop making shitty movies. <laughs> so we're going to do a quick winners and losers of 2018 before we look at what we're going to be watching this next year. Winners and losers list. We like this a lot. This year felt hard for us to do overall, I would say. Yeah. There, there wasn't as many clear sides of the issue, right? Gut feeling, Tay, who's your winner of 2018? In in your head. My gut. What does your heart tell you? First thing that pops in your head. Nick Cage. Oh, boy. Nick Cage. Seeing him in 2018, I mean, it's almost, it's like an intangibles thing. Like, you can feel that their luck's turned, and, you know, on this pod, we've been saying that we could see a Nick, Nick Cage Renaissance with some of the things that he was doing. He's definitely a volume shooter rather than a, <laughs> oh, rather God. than a sharp shooter. You know, he's more of a I'm going to shoot the ball 25 times and make it 11 times than a I shoot 10 and make seven or eight. And and I'm his stocks going up. Wow. Okay. Who is watching Nick Cage movies though? Everyone. No. Yeah. No. I. I Okay, this, pop, this sample I have here is not reflective because two-thirds of us have seen... If you, Nick if Cage you movies, saw End but... of the Spider-Verse, you saw a Nick Cage film. Okay, but he had, like, how many lines in that movie? Enough.
1: Yeah, he had enough lines. <laughs> he was probably my favorite one of like, the They one were the best killer parts lines, of, dude. One of the best parts in the movie. Every line out of his mouth. Dude, his, his, like, masochistic his delivery
0: great. humor delivery sometimes I light a match and let it burn to the end just to remember what it's like to feel something. Like That stuff was so funny. Okay, but that could have been anybody. It didn't have to be the But Nick his Cage. delivery was on point. Okay, yeah. They I mean, didn't see Teen Titans Go, but he plays Superman. Yeah. And I heard he was good in that too. A voice actor? Yeah. yeah. Okay, what what's he acting in though? Like, What national no, treasure is he? Mandy. What's the Mandy plot? Mandy
1: was his biggest film of the year. Um, it's currently streaming on Shudder. Um, and so Mandy is this kind of low-budget, um, smaller film. He and his wife live... He's like a lumberjack. He lives in the woods. Wife works at some, I don't know, gas station, I guess, convenience store. And one night, they run into these cult members. They're these cult members that live in the woods. And they see the wife walking to work one day, and they kind of follow her home. They kidnap her and Nick Cage. They attempt to... You know, rape her and and or bring her into the cult, and she refuses and pisses the main cult leader off. He shows his dick. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Thanks, Dom. Oh yeah, this guy, not Nick Cage. The cult leader does. And, oh okay. <laughs> um, tries to seduce her. Doesn't work out. Kills her. Attempts to kill Nick Cage. They thought they killed him, but they didn't. So he kind of wakes up and escapes and basically spends the rest of the movie tracking down the cult leaders. on a revenge run. And it sounds like, and it is awesome, but (laughs) it is very, the director, his name's Panos Cosmatos or something like that, and he's done one other movie. It's a visually, very visually different movie. Like nothing I've ever seen. The way he uses like colors and like the music, it is a very, very different movie and at times pretty disturbing. Like honestly, it's a very dark, very dark movie. But there is a scene where Nick Cage is having a chainsaw sword fight with another <laughs> person in this movie. So he and this guy, because they're, oh they're like a lumberjack yard, so they have the huge, like looks like a six foot long chainsaw, and he has like a normal size chainsaw, and they're kind of <laughs> battling each other. It is awesome. And then there's also a scene where he, like, he uh, he's in a, I don't know what you call it, he's like, he's like a blacksmith. He's like, there's this whole scene of him like creating this battle axe. And he creates it, and he just goes on this rampage to kill all these guys, and it's pretty awesome.
0: I think you two should literally make a podcast just about Nick Cage. Just no, Nick totally Cage could. updates. You guys just we do. We totally that. could. Oh. I
1: could talk. I mean, I'm his biggest defender. <laughs> I know. Um, he and, acts
0: his heart out
1: in every movie, and people give him way too much shit for wanting to work. Yeah, he doesn't he always hit. work. And he, what I do appreciate about him, he works with people that aren't the biggest names. He is. He actually stated in interviews he likes working with younger unknown directors just to kind of fill out their vision and that's why you mm-hmm. know a lot of his movies the quality and the style and like they're not very well helmed to that respect because they're he works with a bunch of amateurs but he is acting his heart out he's an
0: time. actor for the people so i think we need to write a screenplay and we need to get nick cage on board yeah amateur That'd style. Be my dream let's do it okay Tell i get right so yeah, okay. Mandy uh, stolen, was probably stolen his, too. his
1: biggest uh, win for the year. I mean, everyone loved it. Again, it's not going to be a movie for everyone. Not because of Nick Cage. It is a very, very weird movie. Like okay. The way it's filmed <laughs> and the sound and the music, it's it's kind of bizarre. It's got its own it's vibe? Yeah, it definitely has its own vibe, but it's good.
0: All right. Another, this is my pick for winner of 2018. It's the power couple of John Krasinski and Emily yeah, Bond. They're I, winning. I think... Everyone already liked John Krasinski from The Office. Likeable guy. He, he really hasn't been in too much film. No. Overall. But then with him writing A uh, Quiet Place. He everyone... produced Manchester. Oh, that's right. And he helped write Manchester, actually. That's right. Okay. Before yeah, it he, got made. He's a Boston guy. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's with uh, Matt Damon and those guys. His movie, really fun. Emily Blunt was fantastic in that movie. She's been one of my favorite actresses mm-hmm. of the last five years, for sure. For sure. She, she, like, between Sicario, Edge of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow, she was great. Looper. Looper, yeah. I forgot forget she was about in that. that, yeah. She's great. You she, like Mary Poppins? I didn't see Mary Poppins, but I I'm sure either. she was a, a delight. I'm I, sure she was delightful. I, I couldn't think, imagine her being anything other than delightful. <laughs> she's, she's just very versatile, very charming. Yeah. Like, she's, she's beautiful. You know, like she can do anything. She can, like, the fact that she could do Sicario and then do Mary yeah. Poppins, yeah. like, that's intense range right there. Yeah. So they are definitely winning. Uh, who else we got? Winners from 2018 Michael B. Jordan.
1: Uh, Creed 2 was excellent. I liked it. I really liked Creed 2. Obviously, he was great in Black Panther as Killmonger, but Creed 2. I thought he brought the same energy. Yeah. Different director, which you could you could tell, but um, I don't think his performance lacked anything. Yeah, no, I, mean, I like he's, he's on too. A good He's on a good career path.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like one of the A-listers we've got right oh, now. Yeah. Like the true star power. So yep. um, I wonder what kind of career path he'll take. Like more the Will Smith career path or like... Yeah. Uh, let's hope not. Because he was in
1: Fantastic Four. Yeah. So forget about that. That's right. I mean... He's, he's I think he wants us to
0: forget about that.
1: I mean, was he like the Ryan Reynolds, how he got, you know, he was in Green Lantern and now he's kind of found his way out? Um, Even Ben Affleck. I mean, we'll get into him. But anyway, people like that. (laughs) He may not be in the winner category. Stumble into these, this kind of bad category and they kind of climb themselves out. And I think Michael B. Jordan's definitely on his way out.
0: If we really want to say the biggest winner of 2018, we got to say Disney Corporation.
1: Well, obviously, that's, that's just every year. I mean, no, I mean, but I mean,
0: absorbing 21st century fox that was a big yeah. move. Uh, here's a sub question of winners of 2018: Who won the most for you of the Marvel Universe in 2018?
1: Hmm, a character, yeah, in the yeah, 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 Universe? yeah,
0: in a movie. Who was your guy? Like, you're like, this is my winner. I think Thor. Thor. Thor had the biggest shift this year. Big, big character. I agree with 100% with you. Chris Hemsworth is killing yeah, it right he is now. Killing it. Thor Ragnarok came out in 2018, no, 2017. Right at right the end. But his his path with Thor right now is my favorite parts of the the yeah, bigger in, Marvel. In Marvel. Universe. Yeah.
1: also, I mean, Chris Pratt, I love Guardians. Guardians. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes next. Um, but yeah, I'd even with them
0: letting Thanos go, you're still going to like him, huh? Yeah. We also had Jurassic World or whatever. Yeah, no again. one saw
1: that. <laughs> I mean, everyone saw it, but no one saw it. Nobody saw time. it. Nobody cares. No one cares about that movie.
0: Side character, Michael Peña from the Ant-Man.
1: Oh, yeah. Franchise. Yeah. That guy's a winning. Cuz yeah, that movie was very good. I didn't love Ant-Man, too. I,
0: I don't think I loved it either. I, I didn't liked think it. about it. You liked it? I thought Wasn't it was as good as
1: the first. Um, I but love Paul Michael Rudd. Peña was also strong.
0: That was a jacked cast actually. Yeah, when it you was. Think about it. There was a lot of people. Yeah, there.
1: What's his name? Michael, Michael Douglas? Douglas? Yeah. No, not Douglas, the villain.
0: What's his name? I oh, man. You got he's me. In, I he's forgot. in.
1: Uh, oh, my gosh. I can't think of it? it. He's in Hateful Eight.
0: Oh, Christoph Waltz? Sheriff. No, that's no, not, not Christoph Waltz. <laughs> <laughs> he's not, he's not, he's, that's freaking Glorious Bastards. I don't no, You have I, to think I about that one. I don't, I don't remember. But, yeah, the Marvel Universe is kind of like. It's got so many players in it right now. I, I don't know. Yeah, like if you haven't seen any of them at this point, you should just don't even just bother. Quit. There's like 20. It's, it's too much. So I saw a tweet. is that They said that Michael Peña's character from Ant-Man needs to give the synopsis of the first Avengers movie before the start of the new yes. Avengers <laughs> movie. Yes. I would pay $10 just to see that. Oh, yeah. So
1: Walton Goggins. That's his name. Walton yeah, yeah, yeah. Walton G- yeah. Goggins.
0: Oh, from Justified. Yeah,
1: Justified. That's the TV show I was trying to think of. Gotcha. He yep. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he was he was Okay. So that's a win.
0: Yeah. Okay. Those are our winners. Um, Ron Reynolds. He's a winner. He's winning. He's still winning. His brand's on top right now. He's killing it with he the is Hugh Jackman it. jokes, the Aviation Gin stuff. Like Deadpool's great still. Um,
1: he and he's doing Detective Pikachu this year, which I'm actually kind of, I've never honestly even heard of it, but I'm interested.
0: I'll watch Reynolds it probably. Board, so. I don't know. Oh, while well, I'm thinking about it, Ron Reynolds adjacent. Another winner Blake Lively and Anna Kendrick in a movie together. That was a win for me. You like that? You know, the movie was whatever. Yeah, but I thought and the movie was And a Kendrick and Blake Lively in a movie together was pretty pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed could see like 20
0: more of those movies. Yeah, whatever. I didn't
1: love where that movie went. It ended it really kinda, poorly. It, very, it died out by the Some end Some of, of
0: the lines were so bad by supporting yeah. characters that it was abominable. The twist
1: was weird. weird. I don't know. But but, interesting movie, though.
0: But hey, if they want to keep making movies, I'm here to watch them. Yeah. You know? Um... And then we got McAvoy, who we talked about in the oh, yeah. Oscars. He,
1: he's, James McAvoy's killing it. He's still just one of my favorite. I mean, I'm genuinely interested in what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing another X Men movie. He's doing It It Chapter Two.
0: Who um, is he in It Chapter Two? He's
1: Bill. I think he's Bill. I think he's the Bill's main. the lead, right? Yeah. yeah. Stutter, so stuttering Bill. Yeah, I think he's gonna kill it.
0: Dang, and we got Bill Hader in it too. I'm excited. Chastain.
1: I like McAvoy, so he's definitely winning. That'll be legit.
0: And uh, Tony Collette. Tony
1: Collette. Even though the Oscars don't think so, yeah. she's killing it. I mean, Hereditary was unbelievable. And uh, she was great in Velvet Buzzsaw as well. Yeah. That yeah. came out this year. But Tony Collette's killing it.
0: So we got some winners. We also got some losers. We got some losers. There's always forward. some losers. You can't have winners if you don't have losers. Yep. So the biggest loser we didn't include on this list, uh, I think we should start with, is Kevin Spacey. Oh Yeah, I guess that was all 2018, right? Kevin Spacey's entire career has, like, it's gone. Like, he's blacklisted. It's imploded. You'll never see him again. And his creepy Christmas YouTube video that was him talking about House of Cards, maybe. Maybe talking about himself. Being frank? Yeah. That was so weird, dude. I don't know. But he can still act, though. (laughs) He can deliver a monologue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he I, sucks. I got to be honest. Like I like a lot of Kevin Spacey things. Oh yeah, right. Like I, I, I think he's a good his, actor. His
1: line of work: The Dude. Usual Suspects, L.A. Yeah. Confidential, Seven. He's a piece of shit though. K Pax. K Pax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a miserable piece of shit. He really yeah. is. But so respect we'll, the work. We'll 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 dive more into that later. We will. We'll explore subject. that.
0: Um, with my saddest of saddest. Feelings here. I gotta include Matthew McConaughey. This didn't happen in twenty. I mean, he came out with Dark Tower in twenty eighteen, wasn't it? Yeah. He? Or was that no, no, twenty seventeen? What Jeez. What started his bad movie streak? Was I think the... Free State of Jones. I think so. And, it was... and then Dark Tower. And then
1: Dark Tower came out, and then he did Fools Gold. I don't know, or Gold that movie that came out, just called Gold.
0: Yeah, Gold was like the one he was like taking his swing. You know, like I thought he was gonna like freaking make it. I mean, he won Best Actor for Dallas Buyers Club.
1: So right. is he falling into the Oscar curse?
0: I don't know. Maybe. How and then people... he had season one of True Detective. Guy's freaking man. But then, like, ever since, there really hasn't been a movie. No. Where I'm like, oh,
1: yeah, McConaughey. He's right?
0: back. So then we, I saw the trailer for Serenity, which we can yeah. get to later. But I was like, we're going to get it. We're getting him back. You can tackle Serenity right now. Should we like, just tackle we... it? Yeah, I mean,
1: he, that was his – So that's – Obviously a loser <laughs> <Yeah>. role. <laughs> he's already a loser <laughs> for
0: 2019. Um, Serenity – which was a movie about him, like living on an island, going out and hunting, freaking fish and tuna, big ass tuna. You know that's his life. Yep. You know he uh, bangs this broad that pays him, so he's like a gigolo too at the same time, and she's not bad either. You know, it's like okay, this is this is McConaughey's life in this movie. And then Anne Hathaway shows up. Turns out that he's divorced from Anne Hathaway. We also find out that he served in Iraq. Few tours and really effed him up with the PTSD. And Anne Hathaway is with his son, but her husband is this super rich douchebag from Miami. Jason Clark, who I personally yeah. hate. <laughs> really, he's in everything these he's days. Pretty, he's a busy guy. Chep- he is busy. He Chep- is, act, he is Chep- first. Chep- man. Chappaquiddick was good. I got mixed feelings on Chapo. Like Chep- the second Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I liked him. Anyway, so Jason Clark's this and asshole. He's in the new Pet Cemetery movie. That's right. Shape. That's his next one, right? Yeah. Um, and he's in the one with, uh, Karen Knightley at, uh, Aftermath. Oh, yeah. You've seen all the trailers for it, right? Dude's working his ass He's working. So Jason Clark's working. And he is actually great in this movie. (laughs) Serenity. He's a really great douchebag. So anyway, it turns out that he's really abusive to his son. And so Anne Hathaway wants Matthew McConaughey to take him out on a boat, get him drunk, and toss him into the water, and leave him there. Leave him to the sharks. Just leave him to the sharks. And she'll give him a $10 a sketchy ten million dollars that she's going to collect somehow, right? So I'm like, up to this point, I'm in. Matthew yeah, Hay's out on like an island. It's filmed in kind of a noir style. Yeah, it's hmm. got a noir film to it, feel to it. I mean, you see, I've already seen Matthew McConaughey's bare ass three times at this point in the movie, so that's nice. pretty great. And then, can I just spoil this shit for you? Spoil it. I'm sure long, it's been spoiled. It. He's in a fucking video game. A computer simulation. His son made a video game. What? That he's literally living out a game. And like a guy with a suit and a briefcase shows up and he literally says like, I'm the rules of the game. So you're it's the, in a, it's you're the in voice.: simulation. fantasy. Yeah. So you see these little flashbacks like between the son and Matthew McConaughey and they're like connected and the son's on his computer just like typing like crazy and he's like kind of showing a similar world to like what McConaughey's in. So you feel like the son's trying to like relive mcconaughey's life virtually but you turn out it literally is mcconaughey in this kid's game in the most disturbing scene it's weird (laughs) i've seen in maybe it is awful maybe years mcconaughey and ann hathaway are talking on mcconaughey's boat yep they're having this like tension kind of tense when they get all this sexual tension and then they start going at it in this really gross shot sex scene yeah this dry hump sex scene is weird and then after McConaughey's done, he goes, I win. <laughs> he took out a cigarette. but like, I win. And, and <laughs> we're kind of like, what did you win? And then we find out the boy's acting this out, and he just had sex with his mom, virtually. What? <laughs> oh, so the, it's, an
1: inter, his, it's an interactive virtual yes. reality. It's like he's somehow So like, his son is playing McConaughey? Yes.
0: Literally, yeah. Literally. That. This is weird. I don't know it's about you, weird. but I would never have a fantasy of my parents having sex. Uh, being your dad having, anyway, it's, it's wow. really jacked up. It's jacked up on a lot yeah, of Yeah, McConaughey's levels.
1: losing. Hey,
0: but I want to <laughs> say, as stupid as this movie was, I, I thought McConaughey was pretty convincing, though. Like, I liked him in He was it. trying, at least. He was going full. Right. I mean, winning and losing right. can go both
1: ways. You right. can still be given a good performance. But he the But the movie horse. bombs the movie the bombs. Way,
0: way, way, way wrong horse. Yeah. And we got to hear Anne Hathaway say daddy way too many times in that movie. So, huge that loss. bizarre. It's really not worth a watch. Okay. So, I don't think I'll you need it. to see it. You don't. You really it's don't. Not an, it's not even, like, fun enough. It's Prime not Mr. fun like, It's not like when you could just roast. I mean, you could, but I wouldn't recommend it. You'll more just be confused. So find that tune of justice and catch it. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, another close really, really, really I wanna offer my condolences to Bill Mo here. Yeah. Um, ben Affleck. Yep. He is no longer your Batman. He's no longer the Batman. And
1: uh, you know, I appreciate the love and support, you know, the <laughs> listeners give me. They know I'm a fan of, uh, fan. of Batfleck. Um, you know, and there's a really great article. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Screen Crush and Matt Singer. He's a really good film critic but and he I've writes seen for them. Um, I think I tweeted out his article, but he gave a great piece about how Ben Affleck is a is a great Batman and not good Batman movies. And I think s- I'm just really sad that we never saw his one-off.
0: Do you back his performance in Justice League as well? No. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't. so our only because he was written
1: example. because he was written. I mean, Joss Whedon destroyed a lot of. Yeah. I think he destroyed a lot of that movie. Um, we discussed that on the other podcast, um, and yet basically rewrote his character. He was right. he was given the punchlines. He was being jokey. I'm like, this isn't the Batman that Ben Affleck was trying to be in Batman v Superman. It didn't help.
0: He was drunk for half the movie. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> seriously though, it was it was bad. Um, I, I stand by the Batman v Superman scene where he breaks into the building. And oh, dude, he's probably yeah. the best action Batman scene ever made. Yeah, for sure. It's. Legit. I mean, Who's your pick for his replacement? I don't
1: know. So, the, so Matt Reeves, who's taking over, who did the last two Planet of the Apes, he's doing – he's already – I think the script's done. I think they're going to start shooting probably this summer. Um, and he, he's claimed it's going to be a younger Batman. Yep. And he wants to do – he's definitely focusing more on the detective And noir side of Batman, which I'm 100% on board. Because we never really had a Batman movie. This is ticking all
0: of your boxes, right? Yeah,
1: this really is. It just needs Affleck. And that would have ticked the last box, (laughs) but that's going to be replaced by someone else. Um, But I feel like we've never had a Batman movie to date that's really explored the detective. Right. Because Batman's a detective at heart. I mean, we have like these lazy sequences and scenes of him kind of doing, I'm doing quotation marks yeah. with my fingers, um, <laughs> detective work, but not really being a detective, not and really I'm excited exactly. to see what, if Reeves really takes, you know, is true to his word on that, and we get to see real, a real detective Batman doing yeah. some detective They've work. They've kind of glossed awesome. over
0: the world's greatest detective right characteristic right. of Batman. I'll agree with that. Yeah, because Nolan had a very, like, dramatic perspective on Batman as yeah. a character, with the action portion, mm. Mm. which there is subtle detective work in those movies. Yeah, very subtle. Subtle. Yeah, it's not a lot. But it was it's not a noir film. Not at by all. Any means. Not at all. No, and
1: it's not the focus.
0: Affleck did a little bit of detective Yeah, work. they again, they, they try to
1: like scratch the surface what him walking down to a mainframe computer, putting yeah. his phone on the table, the is somehow Russian. googling the poor white Portuguese. The white Portuguese. <laughs> the white Portuguese how, like. would,
0: how would you feel about a uh, a Batman the animated series type universe where it's it's modern but old at the same time? Where it's kind of got that 50s feel.
1: I'm all for any I Batman anime. I think that'd series. be
0: kind of cool. I'm in. I'm in. Whatever. I'm all for any. I'll watch any it. just, Batman anime. The issue is if it has to tie in with the Justice League universe, then you can't do that, which is unfortunate. No. When
1: I'm kind of happy, I think DC's taking. They're all kind of splitting up. Like the next Batman movie is going to be. It's not. There's no tie in. I think Aquaman's going to remain untied. Even Wonder Woman, from my, what I've heard, is going to remain like untied from Justice yeah. League. I think they're just kind of like. This isn't working. We got to split it up. So can so, s- so firm- I give
0: you some options? Yeah. So I listened to the Watch podcast mm-hmm. on The Ringer, right? Chris Ryan. They talked about this. Annie Greenwald. Annie Greenwald, that's right. And Chris Ryan talked about this. Um, they, they threw out a couple names. I'm going to just send out the most important ones that I actually would be freaking pissed if they picked these people. Timothy Chamolet. They threw out his name. Why is
1: that even in the run? Is only by your name, guy? Yeah. yeah. Next pansy. one. pansy. Okay, anyway.
0: Next one, and I'd be so And he's way pissed. too young. So Yeah, way too young. No freaking way. Next one, Lucas Hedges. Dude, I would be I, they're not being serious. They were dead serious. Okay, When, they when we're him, saying young
1: Batman, I'm not saying like... You're, you're like a 30-something. Like, exactly. Give me a 30-year-old, 30-plus. Don't give me an 18-year-old. No, no, he's, he's Star-Lord. No.
0: You can't just like no. swap him like that. He'd be terrible. And yeah, he would not be good. No. That'd be bad. It's kind of the question of, do you go with... Proven talent or do you give somebody a chance, right? That was the question they posed. And I thought it was really true. Like, how do you approach this? Because you've got to take your swing at something. If there's somebody that's already, like, established, which is almost everyone that's really established has a, a superhero they're attached to. Mm-hmm. Or it's somebody you're like, well, they've been good, so maybe we'll try them out. I don't know. Michael B. Jordan would be...
1: Be an interesting I would take. like that. Yeah, I'd be on board with that. I'd you do- know... He might be too old, but John, John Mar- Bernthal, Ooh. Punisher.
0: Do you think he'd be too physical? Like this feels more. Yeah, like you want somebody more neurotic.
1: Yeah, I yeah, think. I get that. If, if that's the take, that I mean, I, w- I hope to see some action in it. You know, sure.
0: sure. There's definitely going to be some fighting, it's, but it's got to be something similar to the Michael Keaton casting, which seems off. On paper, but then when you actually see it, it just works. Somehow it works. Because mm. Michael Keaton was, would not have been people's first choice at the time. Right. So. What about our boy Jake uh, G? He met with Matt Reeves. You could toss him in anywhere. Yeah. He'll make it. I'd work. be on board. What about if he said Gosling?
1: I'd be on board with Gosling.
0: Who, who would be out on Gosling being Batman? I
1: mean, I, don't, I, I, I would hesitate to say he would really work, but I'd, be, I'd go see it.
0: Do you think, but like he would find a way to make it work, right? Yeah, you know I think I, he would. Low key, another one, Robert Pattinson.
1: Yeah, I'd I agree actually with that.
0: think he could be great
1: because Pattinson's kind of great.
0: He is like lo, like no,
1: Pattinson's winning. Let's we, just say he's winning. <laughs>
0: Pattinson's winning. If you saw Good Time, you know he's winning. Yeah, like I obviously everyone knows him from Twilight, and he knows that, which probably bugs him like endlessly. Well, and Michael Keaton had the same stigma. We're going into Batman, like pretty guy. Yeah, More yeah. well, like
1: funny. Yeah, funny, goofy guy. He couldn't some... be
0: serious enough to be Batman. Right. And it, it worked, you know? Well, like, seeing Robert Pattinson, like, how charismatic he, Dude, he is. Dude, the guy is very diverse. What about Casey?
1: Casey, Casey Affleck. Casey
0: Affleck? No.
1: I mean, he's too small. He doesn't have the build.
0: Yeah, I don't think he has the look. Like, he no. can't
1: make it work. No. Like, I'm picturing him with the cow. It doesn't work.
0: I should think of other, like, um, black, younger black actors that could, like, kind of fit the physicality of the role. Yeah. Michael trying, B. Jordan would Michael be Michael B. Good. Jordan's there, but like he maybe he's just like a little too old. I don't know. Yeah. About a dude from Star Wars. What's his name? John Boyega. Yeah. No. He's too pudgy. Well get dude, you Chris Pratt used to be. No, fat. but like I, I feel mean, like this Batman needs to be skinnier. Is that weird to say? Like a like a no, leaner. I I kind of agree. <laughs> like because we we got Christian Bale was just like your prototypical tough guy, big guy. Like he's not big, he's like what six feet and then you get athlete, jacked was just humongous like six four right just jacked. too big like he's a truck i feel like this guy needs to be like younger and skinnier and faster like kind of the stealthier type right yeah they like a splinter cell the splinter know? cell yeah he uses his mind more than his yeah, exactly exactly like yeah. he uses his environment terms. uses yeah 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 Oh, we, I could talk about this all day. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So yeah, anyway, Ben on. Affleck is
1: losing. That's the bottom line.
0: Affleck's losing,
1: but... He didn't have decided. a single movie last year. <laughs> I'm still interested in seeing what he's doing. He's got a few things in the works yeah. this year. That Did Triple Frontier. Did you see the frontier. movie he directed?
0: Triple Frontier.
1: <laughs> Live by Night? Yeah. Yeah. Was it good? No. <laughs> that was 2017. 17. yeah. Um, but yeah, not a good movie. Too bad. Triple Frontier. It is too bad. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: on Netflix. We'll be able to watch that shit. So McConaughey's so
1: losing. Affleck's losing.
0: Johnny Depp, just trash. This should be
1: quick trash. on Johnny Depp. He's, he's going nowhere. I don't know if he's ever having a comeback. Fantastic
0: Beast John... sucked. I oh, going. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even see it. Um,
1: uh, Eddie Redmayne's always losing, no matter what. Yeah, I screw
0: Eddie Redmayne. Most punchable bitch. face in Hollywood. Ooh, hit um, between him and Cumberbatch. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, Shyamalan.
1: Shyamalan's a big loser. You
0: know why you're losing. Do we yep. give him another chance at no, this point? No, I'm done. Has he lost all credibility? He I mean, lost his... all my credibility. I'm sick of his With shit. Glass. I'm, I'm sick of his shenanigans. So even if he has like a like a like, well, a, I'll go see like a hidden something. gem like the visit, or, or are you completely swearing off Shyamalan? At I'm this not,
1: point? I'll, I'll never swear off someone. I mean, I'm not saying he can't ever make a movie. Make I'm never going to be
0: truly excited for one of his movies ever again. Yeah,
1: I'm not. I'm not going to be genuinely like, if he's oh Shyamalan's new movie. I'd be like oh. So you we'll have the
0: lowest is. of low expectations with any Shyamalan movie. Absolutely. He he,
1: he shattered everything that I had hoped. <laughs> just like Glass. For Glass, exactly. It's like... <laughs> no pun
0: intended. <laughs> so I grew up, my dad loves the book Dune, right? He's obsessed with it. And then you hear Denis Villeneuve yeah. is making a Dune movie with an insane cast. The
1: cast just got finalized. It's going to be unbelievable unbelievable
0: i'm like this is gonna be the greatest movie of all time and i don't even know like right really the dune plot no i don't right? either i never read the book you know if i heard Shyamalan was doing that with that exact same cast i'd be like yep. this is fucked
1: yep <laughs> yeah this thing is no, not seriously. gonna work that is a great example <laughs> it's not gonna work how yeah that's a great example way to put it like you're not you, don't have, you just have no trust in him
0: i have zero trust
1: like denise Villeneuve doing anything
0: anything i'll watch I'll,
1: i'm i'm paying money right now <laughs> I don't care if the movie's I'm come out in 2 the years. Ticket. You'll pre-order I will give a ticket him money right now to, to fund see anything he wants to
0: do. Right? Yeah. And honestly like Nolan still has that respect yeah. for me. Like there's, I'm going to see his directors stuff. Directors I do that. Right?
1: Chazelle? I'll go see it. You want to go make a movie? Here's some money. You go help him make it.
0: That's right? You know, M Night, you're never getting no, that no, from no. me ever again.
1: I, I probably was on board to help him make glass <laughs> to buy a ticket for the movie. What if he's
0: not directing? He's just producing. Does that turn you off too? I'm still probably If he has his name on any aspect of it, it lowers the it, credibility it, it of it. It definitely for me. lowers the credibility. Because if, if he's in the writer's he's room... he taints anything he touches at this point. <laughs> he's the Midas touch of shit. Yes. Dude, he is the happening. He's causing he all the, the death and destruction <laughs> what? across the earth. No. Um, all right. Overall, the public, we lost this year. We, if you listen to our Oscars pod, you, heard, you learned why we lost. There's it's a, a meh year. It's just a meh. <laughs>
1: It's yeah. very mad.
0: I just want to say, like...
1: The Oscars are losing.
0: The fact that we try and do these retrospectives on things, it shows how much content there is. Oh, yeah. That it's, it's, like, impossible to keep track of. Like, between what's being released on Netflix and movie releases and every other kind of streaming yeah. platform, it's, like, it's crazy, the stuff we try and keep track of. I
1: mean, it's a golden age of content. It really is. Ugh, no one's had as much access to content than ever in history. Right. It's crazy.
0: And so remembering when things happen, it's like you say movies you are like, that happened this year, right? It's like, no, that was like two years ago. Yeah. You know, like. You get there's lost. So there's a sea of stuff we're going through. But overall, 2018 felt kind of weak. Yeah. And yeah, that's... Bird Box though. Yeah, Bird Box had happened. And, I mean, we had Avengers Infinity War. The biggest the cinematic, cinematic experience of all time. That is
1: crazy. Right?
0: But don't you think about, I think about movies and then I think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah, they're kind of their own thing. Like that's true. <laughs> I I've, I would never look at yeah, I would never like think about Infinity War and like First Man you know, in the same way. Yeah, they're 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 two separate things. It's entities.
0: almost its own genre, like of yeah. just like that's like its own bucket of stuff, and then there's everything else that we watch.
1: And I think that's what Marvel wanted to do. That's their own. It's
0: making them money. Yeah, because that's when people say like, oh, so you don't love these movies? Like, no, yeah, I don't, but I still see them. Yeah, you know. It's incredible that they delivered the payoff that they intended. I thought it was a yeah, Infinity War beginning. was a success. That build up and it created a unique experience having that many characters you've known for years <laughs> all interacting together, not wasting time on explaining their motivations or yeah, like it was just cool because you don't you've never seen that before. Yeah, it's a unique thing. It's a unique era we live in. So just gonna have to ride it out for as long as it goes, I guess. Just don't fight it. Like we, I feel like I've been fighting it. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll deal with it. But honestly, though, after this next Infinity War movie ends, do you deal with Phase Four? Are, are, you, are you moving into the next realm with them?
1: I mean, you, we know the answer to this. We're gonna do it. We're all gonna do it, no matter what. We're do We've it. said this before. <laughs> We've done whether it. we're excited about it, whether we're look, whether we're even thinking about it, when it hits the screen, we're gonna be there.
0: Which is a perfect segue into. JG is in the new Spider Man.
1: Jake G is Mysterio. stepping into the realm of he's taking in on that role. Um, yeah, Mysterio, the new Spider Man. Spider
0: Man in Europe's kind of an interesting. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. Which it's everyone's different. like, how can I make this movie? It's like he's dead. It's like, no, they could have just done this before the stuff happened. This all could have happened before. We right? don't know that. That's an so. easy thing to say, like that, you know. It is cool about this new Spider Man despite what you think about Tom Holland, whether you like him or hate him. I'm just blowing is, him. It's like he, yeah. he's not, he doesn't interact only in New York City, like Manhattan. Like He goes to the outskirts, like we're places where there aren't tall buildings, and he can't web swing. Like I think that stuff's kind of fun. Yeah, that could be interesting. Seeing him in different environments where he has to adapt, where he can't use his normal techniques. Do well. you feel like we get undercut, though, with the uh, Tony Stark? connection being his dad yeah. type of thing like i feel like the suits he gives he's him, not ever, he's not his own person right he kind of feels like a project
1: yeah he's he's definitely leaning and playing off of tony stark most of the time, right which maybe in this will be good because he won't be tony stark i guess won't be in this one so yeah I think
0: that could be a good opportunity to see what he does i feel like the father-son dynamic works between them yeah because you've always kind of been waiting for tony stark to grow up mm-hmm. and so seeing him kind of be a dad and like how he struggles with that role is like i think that's a nice touch yeah I guess I don't like the way it's executed with the suits being like Iron Man suits that Spider Man gets. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need it. It just kind of takes away from the the character. Yeah, you know.
1: So Jake G,
0: but JG, this is the important part.
1: So Jake G's winning always. <laughs> we did, we already knew this going in. Doesn't matter what happens in his career, he's winning. Can I
0: ask? Did you see Oakja?
1: I haven't seen Oakja. That's the one I feel in like the most we need to recent...
0: watch that scene together. Whatever he does in that movie that people talk about. Yeah,
1: I. My brother watched it. He really liked that movie. Um, I do need to watch that. That's on Netflix. that's in originals so at all. Yeah. On there. Um, so here's my thing with Jake G. As we kind of move off of the winners-losers category. I mean, he's winning. But moving off, my, I have a question and kind of a perspective. I actually heard this listening to another movie podcast that um, I listened to. It's called F This Movie. Oh, yeah. Good pod. Uh-huh. Um, and they talked about Velvet Buzzsaw, which is Jake G's latest on Netflix. Yeah uh next collaboration with Dan Gilroy he they worked on Nightcrawler possibly Hall's greatest Oscar snub of all time huge dude um I'm with you he's just amazing in that movie so I was generally excited to see him in Velvet Buzzsaw Same. and he doesn't let down like the movie was you know I have mixed feelings yeah. about how it was it's A but weird movie it's a very weird movie very original very cool story the art world gives us like a peek into this real art world. I listened to an interview with Dan yeah. Gilroy, which is pretty awesome. Um, and but Jake G kills it.
0: He does, and it's so fun.
1: Dare I say, is he kind of the next Nicolas Cage?
0: Don't do that. No, no, no. No, but, no, no hear me don't, out. Don't, don't, hear me out. Don't say that.
1: His performance. It's, it's a compliment. It's not. It is a compliment. <laughs> Stop. No, because look. Oh, so sh- Nick Cage. You know, has had an up and down. Like He has some great movies. He has a lot of bad movies. He has an Oscar. Um, He's also dipped his toes in the Marvel Universe as Ghost Rider. Um, So Jake G's kind of taking similar steps. My brother was talking about this with me the other day. He's kind of, you know, he had a young uh, acting career, started out young. He's had some ups. Like, what, Jake G did Bubble Boy He's in Prince of Persia. Yeah, he's like... not
0: in exclusively good movies. Exactly. Sure, I right?
1: mean, he, he likes to work. Yeah. And he works with a lot of, like, he worked with Denis Villeneuve when he was a no one. He did Enemy. Sure. He did Prisoners. Those were his, like, first movies. Um, he works with interesting people. And, but Jake G always seems to be given, he's never looked lazy. He's never no. looked tired. He's never looked, he's just phoning it in. And, but then he also has these moments in, like, Velvet Buzzsaw where he's, like, cagey. You know what I mean? Like, when Cage has these moments where it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's Nick Cage. Like, Jake G kind of is, is stepping into that realm with Nightcrawler and Velvet Buzzsaw into these roles where I just think he's, like, over the top, and it's good. I am like what I'm seeing, but it's also kind of comical.
0: So, you're talking about, like, an actor that's giving his all. That yeah, is, he loves to work. That is generally enthusiastic about what he does, mm-hmm. and he doesn't take a scene off. Yeah. Right? But then there gets to a point... With a Nick Nick Cage type, where it starts getting campy. Yeah, yeah. And you're overacting. I don't think Jake Gyllenhaal overacts.
1: Yeah, and maybe overacting isn't the right word, because, like, the Cage... Cage overacts sometimes. Sometimes, but, like, it it plays so well to what (laughs) he's trying to do. Like, even in movies like The Family Man... um, are you familiar with the family uh-huh. man nick cage yeah. so like it's a very honest good performance but then he has like those moments where it's like yeah there's there's nick cage right. there he is he, like, he has these tiny moments where he does his thing and i just feel like maybe jg doesn't have that yet yeah. Yeah. but like he does take on roles i mean and and his performances remind me a lot of like especially more recently just velvet buzzsaw is fresh in my mind it's like I was just, like, he's a comical character. He's yeah. very enthusiastic, very high energy, and he's kind of given this talking over-the-top performance. Talking about doing Pilates
0: and Peloton it's workouts. It's so great. I mean, it's just too much. I loved so everything great.
1: about watching Jake G in that movie. While the movie suffered on some levels, yeah. I feel like Jake G did not lack. But anyway, that's kind of my... I, I don't know if you guys...
0: I'm curious, you, guys about that. you know, talking about Mysterio, and, yeah. you know... What he's gonna do with Mysterio is interesting because Mysterio as a character really is the master of illusion. Yeah, he's not a superhero. Apparently, or supervillain. I guess he's gonna be working with Spider-Man, like together for part of the movie at least. That's what the trailer is implying, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it makes you wonder. Like I know enough about Mysterio.
1: I kind of know. Yeah. The how the twist already. What it would be. How it's gonna play out? Right. Because I know what Mysterio is up to. Right. already like it looks like they're working together but mysterio isn't who he says he is exactly basically.
0: and everything that he looks like he's doing is not yeah, yeah. really but what he's, he's doing to be like a pure evil villain that you just hate no like, you're no i think like he's him. gonna be an interesting you're character. probably gonna like him that's yeah a, that's like a michael keaton they yeah, had a michael great keaton. villain in homecoming they did they did he was a good character he was good and and i think that's what's working in his favor is you already like jake Hall. exactly right and he isn't doing an accent in this movie which when's the last time he hasn't done an accent I don't know. It's been a while. It has been a while. Like, I can't really think of a movie where he didn't have some kind of like inflection or something because it sounds like it's just his normal voice in the trailer, right? Which people have brought up. So, I mean, I'm for it. I hope he just keeps doing interesting things.
1: I hope he doesn't, you know, yeah, he's dipping his toes in the big studio project now. And this is Uh kind of,
0: you know, he's kind of done that
1: before. I mean, he did that with Prince of Persia. That was a big Disney movie, which I'm so curious about. I've always wanted to see it.
0: I think I saw it. I saw yeah, it. Yeah.
1: I don't remember seeing
0: it because the game was on. I saw, it. All, it, I saw it down awesome. in Brazil, I think. He's really? Good. Oh, yeah. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's like a kind of normal. It's a pretty forgettable okay. movie. But I mean, he could have so, been yeah. an action star. He He's one that definitely like, he's a guy getting me in the seat to watch his stuff. Yeah. So let's just let him keep doing what he does.
1: He's the same way certain directors pull me in. I'll give Jake G money to go do whatever he wants. Right. He's one of those actors. He's doing something. I'm interested. Right. I don't care if the movie ends up being bad. I'll at least be interested in watching to see what he does. Is there
0: anybody else you think is on his caliber as far as what he's willing to experiment with and push Gosling. himself? Gosling's kind of there too. Gosling's there. Right?
1: I mean, look at the the directors that Gosling works with. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. He worked. He doesn't just stick with these high profile, but big budget. Like he did Drive at the yeah. time. Nicholas Reffin had done like two movies, and he's right. a foreign director. Like I love when actors kind of take risks like that. And, uh, you know, Gosling with – I mean, Damien Chazelle was obviously a a shoe in after Whiplash. But still, I mean, I don't know. Gosling, I'm generally interested in what
0: he's doing because he's – So a few guys I I think would be like his contemporaries would be like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Who's not – He hasn't been working He hasn't been working. I wonder what he's been doing. I don't know. I don't know if he's focusing on his like – like company, like indie stuff he yeah. does, right? Hit record, I think is what his company oh, okay. does, right? Where people film themselves doing stuff or whatever. Um, like Miles he was in the night before. Yeah. And he hasn't really done, I don't know what he's been doing lately. He just feels like he's kind of not been working really. I don't know. So like, he's a guy I feel like could come back and do some yeah. work. Interesting work. Miles Teller. Miles Teller. I, I really like Miles Teller. He's, he's up and down, I think, but I like him.
1: Yeah. Another, he's in fantastic four. Yeah. You know, had his hiccup. But Whiplash, the uh,
0: War Dogs. Thank you for your service, War Dogs. Yep.
1: The only the brave, dude. So speaking, this kind of connects Gosling and Miles Teller. Are you familiar with the new Nicholas Reffin TV series on Amazon? No. Called Too Too Old to Die Young. It is a ten episode, hour and a half each. Jeez. So this is like a nine hundred like minute movies. Nine hundred minute series, basically, and it's Nicholas Reffin and Miles Teller. Um, and I think it takes place in LA. Maybe it's a time period piece. I can't remember, but it comes out on Amazon prime this year. Nine,
0: 90 minute,
1: 10, 90 Ten minute, minute episodes. Wow. And it is going to be, cause yeah, I love Reffin. I yeah. mean, he's another one of those directors. I'm generally interested in what he's doing, but see him tackle a TV series of that length.
0: I'm with miles Teller. It's going to be good. Wow. Well, something to look forward to guys. guys. Anybody, anybody else you're thinking of? Tay? JG contemporaries. Mm. Just think about who we should be looking for. Like, ones that you just trust no matter yeah. what they're doing. Mm. I don't know. Neeson? <laughs> I always am down for a Liam Neeson I'm always down. I know exactly I know what, what I'm, I'm getting. getting. Yes. Exactly.
1: I go in, and, and I know I'm going to be satisfied.
0: Every January, I can expect a Liam
1: Neeson movie. So well, he, he, cla- cl- he claims that he's done with action movies, but who knows?
0: Yeah, he, didn't he say that like three years ago? He's I made know. like nine, nine action movies since... Yeah. You guys want to talk a little bit about Liam Neeson? We talk about let's, Liam let's
1: bring him into that. Let's just bring in the segue for his, his recent controversy. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if anyone hadn't heard uh, on the tour press tour for Cold Pursuit, Liam Neeson brought up an experience that he had. I don't know the context for why he. So brought up this I know space, the context. So you bring you tell it then.
1: So he was interviewed promoting the movie. Yeah. Um, so and to kind of set the stage, or just to preface this, he this probably wasn't the right time for him to bring this up. It's kind of a, you're promoting a movie. You probably don't want to tap into this kind of thing. Any, anyhow. So 30 years ago, he has a friend, she's a girl. And so first of all, he was asked how he taps into this character. So, so your character, he goes on a revenge spree because your son dies from drug pins. And so how do you tap into that kind of mental state? And this was his answer. He's like, well, so there's a period in my life that I'm not proud of. Like, he's very apologetic about it. Fully aware of his state of mind. So he had a really good friend who was, like, raped by a black guy. And she told him, and he, hearing this, is just so in his own head at this point. Just so frustrated. He basically is now looking to go commit a hate crime. He's like, he he says this. He's like, I went out kind of, like, just hoping any black guy, any of them, would just do something to wrong me so I could kill him. I mean, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I mean, it's heavy. It's dark. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. But... You know, he said he was in that state of mind for like a day, you know, maybe that week, and he so, and he realized what what he was doing and how wrong it was and how he's gotten over it and he doesn't like going back. Like you know, but to use that kind of as a thing to tap into, kind of strange. But he's he never did anything. He never actually heard right. anyone. Never said anything to anyone. He's never told anyone this. So Especially now he's feeling guilty. Yeah, it's almost like he's airing place, this out. Yeah. Right?
0: Like he, he's ashamed that he ever, and he said he was ashamed that yeah, he ever was even
1: ashamed and he's, feel like that. And he even said in the interview, he's like, I can't believe I'm even telling you this right now. Like he was just shocked that he's even bringing this back up. So, you know, props to him for like feeling brave enough to talk about that kind of shit. I mean, yeah, is it something he probably should have kept to himself? Probably. Absolutely. I 2019 it's an culture? Absolutely. Right. I mean, it's like you, you, you just know what's, what's, how that's going to be handled nowadays. Even though it was 30 years ago and he's already gotten over it. Yeah. And, you know, he basically called himself out. He didn't right. get caught doing something or saying yeah. something.
0: So It's not like someone found his diary. And he was exactly. like, oh, I'm going to go do this or that. And, and he I, just exposed it
1: himself. I'm all for promoting more of a culture of, like, you know, going getting past – Things like that are forgiving people that have, like, all right, you know, that sounds like a dark place, but look, you're not like that. People, and everyone who knows him, who's worked with him, says the same thing. They're like, he's obviously has a history of being a really good person. It's like, so why are we taking this moment where he was in his own head that he recognizes how bad? I don't know. So, anyway, it doesn't affect the way I felt. I saw Cold Pursuit. It's awesome. Everyone should go see it because it is really awesome. Um, Some of the greatest characters. So he has a brother in the movie that plays his brother. I want a off of his own show because wow. he's such a badass. Cool. Very, just very cool character. The movie goes to lengths to um, give you some of the best character names and nicknames I've ever seen. <laughs> like I want to like take all of these and I want to like use these in my own movie because wow. they're just so cool. Dang. But anyway, that's Liam Neeson.
0: Does that, so when you hear things like that, Tate, does that retroactively make you like not like their work? If they do something abhorrent or so like, say something so, abhorrent. Or... So basically, like, do I not watch a Kevin Spacey movie anymore? Yeah, we cases? can take it
1: to that extreme. I mean, obviously, there's more extreme cases than what... Leonie there's a nuance down. to all of these different cases, Exactly. Right?
0: Yeah. I, I don't think so, because you can't retroactively just remove that person's entire body of work. I mean, because that stuff wasn't out when the movie came out. It doesn't really have an impact on the the art or the film itself in mm. my opinion they're portraying they're an actor it's not them they're pretending to be someone else right so i can i can watch a old Liam neeson movie or kevin spacey or whatever and not associate them with the terrible acts that they may have committed you're able to separate yeah the i can art separate from the artist i can i can do that personally like with the mel gibson stuff yeah like right it's not going to affect me from his 80s movies but example. does it affect you now? Like, Will you go see his next the movie? Going Forward, yeah. Yeah, I liked, uh, what was it, Bloodfather? Hacksaw Father? Ridge
1: and Bloodfather. Yeah,
0: I like both of those. And, you know, Daddy's Home too. we don't have to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, I did
1: see that. It was not good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I can, I can definitely separate. the the. And, you know, with All the Money in the World, with Kevin oh, Spacey yeah. playing John yeah. Paul Getty, I kind of wish I could have seen what that looked like. Not that Christopher Plummer wasn't good.
1: So does this, I just to kind of go further, is there, is there a line then? So you don't think there's any line that can be drawn that would prevent you from seeing, or does it just depend on the actor? I don't know.
0: I, I just don't understand how, I mean, let's say that the inventor of, let's say Steve Jobs turned out to be like a total pedophile creep or whatever. Yeah. Would, would you just completely off Apple products at that point? It's, a, it's an interesting correl- like analogy, you know, how you would apply it. You know, you wouldn't blame the computer
1: or the cuz what's different about movies too is you're you're stuck with that person. Like Mel Gibson has to carry a movie. You know, Kevin Spacey has to you have to watch this person on screen knowing what they've done. Yeah. You know, so like I guess that's a little different. Like this is co- like an iPhone is so separated from Steve Jobs, it's not even right. like well, you know no, know I mean. let's
0: talk about like Papa John's, right? Yeah, so Papa like, John's. That's another good Homie, example. Homie said a bunch of racist stuff <laughs> in a board meeting, got caught. Do you blame the pizza? And so like, do you blame the guy working at the chain? You know, like I don't support racists. Yeah, think about all the other people that work on these right? movies. But then you think about all the minorities or black people that work at Papa John's restaurants. And you say, I'm not eating there anymore. So then they're, you know, negatively affected by your choice to ban, you know. Yeah. They have to go find new work or whatever the implications of these are so much bigger outside the person. Yeah. And it's different for like, say a comedian like CK, Louis C.K. That is true. Because you go, Louis C.K., you're you're an asshole and you abuse women or whatever he's We're accused they of. They are their business. He's, a, are, he's, he's his own on business. on stage representing himself at all times. He doesn't have a credit reel that's seven minutes long oh, that okay. has hundreds and hundreds of people right. that worked on the project. Right. Exactly. And so, if there's a person that does something so horrible that just seeing them Brings you to a place where you're going, I can't even focus because of like, you're so, you're so shitty. I can't handle it. I could understand why maybe you wouldn't want to watch their work. Right. But for the most part, future work for sure. For you personally, though, you think you. For the most part, I would still be able to separate. Yeah. Because you're in a character. It's like you said, Taylor. It's like they're an actor. You know, it's not like Jake Gyllenhaal Nightcrawler is that guy. Exactly. You know, like he is a, a specific thing. That, that isn't him as a person. Yeah. Right? I agree.
1: So, I think for the most part, people take that stuff way too far. Too far. As far as, like I, I, we were talking before, like Shea Shirano from The Ringer. Yeah. If you're listening, look. Man, <laughs> Shea. You're gotta, you going to end up like, because I think recently someone tweeted at him. was like, oh, you're not going to go see Cold Pursuit this weekend? He's like, nope. I'm going to go see Lego 2. You know, LEGO, the Lego movie 2. And it's just weird how quick people are just to like jump off. Someone's like, if you are, it's one thing if you never liked Liam Neeson, that's whatever. Yeah, it's you don't, No one has to like Mel Gibson. No one has to like Liam Neeson. But like, it's, if you already did and appreciate his line of work and what he's doing, I just don't get why we're so quick when people, yeah. especially make an effort to apologize and to address things. It's and like, the difference, why are we any
0: better than that? The right? difference between Liam and like a Bill Cosby is that Liam didn't do something. He never did anything. He thought I mean are we he Yeah, thought. he yeah. thought something which happens to everyone. Yeah. Everyone has thoughts of things that they've thought about doing that they shouldn't have. Exactly. Right? But you don't listen to them. What were your thought? <laughs> Tell <air> your thoughts. <laughs> no, I mean like it's it's like the example of like you have those thoughts where like I could jump in front of this train right now if you're waiting yeah. for a train. You don't do it though. Like the, they have those intrusive thoughts. Everybody has those. No, Taylor. I think only you <laughs> dude, have those thoughts. We got to talk to you. After <laughs> We're going to <laughs> no, see, we'll get yeah. you some help. No, I mean it's. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I hate, know what you mean. I, I, yeah. No, you're you're spot on. I, yeah. What I hate is that we punish people for being honest. Yeah. And calling us spade, exactly. spade right? Exactly. Like, like if we really want to change the world and make it better, this that's just acknowledge what we know yeah. and what we think, you know, and not punish people excessively for those like. Moments of like, I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm going to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. I'm going to let you know this is where I was. I don't want to be here. That's changed things.
1: Yeah. And I am guarantee his publicist is just like strangling himself. While he's so he's just like, Because <laughs> oh he knows. He's like, yeah, that's not something you need to announce on a national, no. promoting a movie, on it. a national stage. It's just like.
0: Does it change how you think about him? Maybe a little bit. You might go. Eh. Like, whoa.
1: But then it's like, whoa, this guy's a human being.
0: Yeah. He, all, he's a flawed human. I mean, who I is know, it? I don't know what I would think if a close person i love got raped exactly how i would feel exactly. like i've never been there it's so. not like
1: he just woke up one day and wanted to kill a black guy like <laughs> right. he had a very personal experience with, with it, it that caused emotions that who's to say a lot of the people I mean, criticizing him wouldn't have the same feeling which is know. the
0: irony of film is we get to see people in extreme situations and how they handle things yep like that exactly and we and that's love why it's to refreshing.
1: explore it right it's like whoa yeah he would that's how i would act you know right? it's not like exactly it's interesting
0: so, yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully not too bad for him. So a few other things we're looking forward to. This is my highlight of the year, highlight of my lifetime potentially, John Wick 3 yeah. Parabellum. It's going to be sick. I had to learn freaking Latin to know what that meant. What does it
1: mean? I haven't looked it up yet. Prepare for war. No way. Holy shit. That makes you got me even more excited. Yep.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yep. Look at this. Oh, oh he's he tingling fine. he's tingling <laughs> <laughs> you can't see it but it's that, happening that is
1: sick i actually didn't know that i've been Dude. meaning to look that up i'm like what is parabellum?
0: when you can sneak in latin into the title like that oh my gosh and are they means... gonna increase the kill count yeah oh yeah how can you not with that with parabellum parabellum number two was what 125
1: yeah, yeah i remember we read the numbers it was somewhere 120 yeah 128
0: maybe first one was 80 Yep. Oh. We we we're looking
1: close to 200, over 200. I hope so. 300. I mean,
0: the whole city of New York is after him. Everyone, the posters, everyone is trying to kill him. There's got to be. So he is excommunicado, which is awesome. And Halle Berry, Halle Berry's comeback. I don't. I love it. So they're like got to be around the same age, right? Yeah. Which is cool. That is cool. Like they have a smoke show, like Halle Berry show up, like same kind of age as him, long haired Keanu, who's been
1: losing for a long time. Yeah. Halle Berry's been out of the picture she since she won her Oscar. And it's yeah. just like she's kind of just been I don't know. She's in that movie Kidnap. Just doing yeah, all these weird a, movies. Not a lot of work for her, right? So I'm glad to see her coming back in a lead in a kind of a lead role.
0: We got uh what's his face? Oh my gosh, why am I uh Morpheus? Morpheus, Morpheus is, Lawrence is back Fishburne? Oh, Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne and the guy from the league. Uh crazy guy Rafi, he's in it as well. Is uh, it John
1: Logan
0: no? Yeah. no. He's got a crazy lesson. He's or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, can't, I can't Yeah, that. he's That's super it. funny. I'm excited for he's him. He's awesome. This movie. He's funny. He's in this movie. It's Most of all, Keanu Reeves. In Keanu this movie, Reeves. Though. He's on a horse. He's winning. He's winning. He's winning big so time. So hard. I The kill count's going to be crazy. I'm excited. Um, everything about it's set up perfect. Yeah. It's... It's just going to be nonstop. I think you know it's, what's
1: cool about these three movies? They're all picking up right after each other. Right. Two picked up right after one. This, this is right. picking up right after two. So we are seeing kind of one movie. One
0: crazy month for this guy. Has this it is been awesome. like a, what's the time frame?
1: Yeah, what is the time frame? It's only been like a week. So it has to be more than a week. No, I don't know two how long. To three months maybe, right? Because the first one was a, couple, a day or two. The yeah. first one was several was it several days? Several days. I don't know. We need
0: to rewatch. We'll have to figure this out. It's a short period of time. Though. It has to be with no longer – within a month. Within yeah, a month. Yeah, exactly. it have to be happening, right happening. So. So, that's exciting. I mean the whole world – the subtlety, you, you hear the plot and you go, man, get, has his dog killed. He goes on a rampage. Right. Like That's basic. But they somehow built in this amazing world with the Continental Dude. and the whole thing so subtly and perfectly – that it, it just works.
1: So here's a quote I love from... I have found recently from Roger Ebert. And it addresses something... Like when we talked about John Wick on the other podcast, uh, chapter two, how you... Like he said, the premise and everything sounds so familiar. And his quote, I might be paraphrasing, but he says, it's not about what a movie is about, it's how it's about it. Yeah. And that is exactly what John Wick does so well. It's not that it's a fact that it's about a revenge tale. It's how it goes about telling that story. And that's right. the same for any movie. We can rehash any tale ever, and it can be great every single time if it goes about it the right way. True. And John Wick is doing just that. And I'm very excited. Oh. So
0: on a, so I was watching a basketball game last week, and I saw a trailer for... Jason Manzukis. That's who it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Saw <laughs> um, so a trailer for the new How to Train Your Dragon movie. Mm. And, your and you know Paul? how like they always put those... like those super misleading shitty quotes from critics in the yeah. commercial, like best movie ever made or whatever. So it said best, tr- one of the best trilogies of all time. And I was thinking about it and I was like, you know, there's really not that many epic trilogies out there. So to have three solid movies in just a three part series is actually pretty difficult to do. Oh, yeah, I mean, you right. even look at the Godfather part three falls off significantly. Back to the future
1: kind of has iffy moments in yeah. the sequel I mean,
0: and... when you look at I'm like, I mean, Star Wars has more than three now, but if you look at the original trilogy, Episode Six isn't amazing. I think compared to the first two. Um, yeah, I mean, X Men: Last Stand. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Damn you, critic! But you may be right that How to Train Your Dragon, if all three are solid, is actually a pretty good trilogy in the in the realm of trilogies. But I'm like, is John Wick Part Three in con- in con- contest or in contention for best trilogy of all time? Going up against like LOTR, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it, it. I mean, like for as tightly packaged as it is, I know. it probably beats Batman too,
1: dude. I just think because Dark Knight Rises, <sighs> we've, we've hashed that. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't. It, I don't think it finishes as strong as it should have.
0: I know it's. It could be because as for what it is. It could be if it stops at three, greatest action franchise ever made. Yeah, the, the advertising is making it feel like it's stopping after three.
1: I hope so. How do you build I mean,
0: over it? It'll get ridiculous. Because this was like the logical... Yeah,
1: it definitely... It's getting... The, the movie's longer, more characters, more violence, right. more kills. So it's just got to keep until it's the climax. Yeah, the right.
0: Because the first one was essentially killing like a mafia boss. Yeah, right?
1: it was a very more... And then two, we kind of spread out, spread its wings a little bit. So more the world. type yeah,
0: yeah. build. And now we're literally saying... This whole city, of New it's York. Whole city. Can't, <laughs> it's you
1: can't go then it's anywhere. it's gonna if, go John Wick in space. This global
0: network is going. <laughs> yeah, John He's Wick's going to Mars. There's nowhere to go from here unless you create a whole new world and story, which I don't think they should do. Which I don't think they're planning on, just from the the advertising. Speaking of that, did you guys see Polar? No. Netflix is original. I, it's like their John Wick yeah, yeah. take, right? I have seen it. It
1: tries to do a lot of what John Wick does. It tries to have this world of assassins that kind of is their own thing. They're, they live in this society that no one knows about them. And that's another good example of the how it's about it. Didn't do it too well. Mm. So I, I was on board with Polar kind of being a similar take to John is Wick. Is
0: it a movie or is it a series? It's a movie. Okay.
1: And it's... it's Mads Mikkelsen is awesome. Yeah. I, I'm actually... I would be happy to see a sequel. Mm-hmm. But it's... Because I just felt myself comparing it to John Wick the whole time. Maybe it's unfair. Does it taint but...
0: like does it taint your other movies? Like does it watching Polar does it hurt you watching John Wick no, no, at all? No, no, you're, no. You're I think it's Polar the opposite.
1: Separate. I think John Wick taints Polar. Ah. Um and maybe that's unfair. So to you it. can't
0: appreciate it as much as maybe. Yeah,
1: because it it draws I mean, we're getting off on a different another movie, but Polar just came out on Netflix. Mads right. Mickelson plays a hitman who is trying to retire. And these guys are trying to. The assassins are trying to take him out before he retires to recoup his pension, mm-hmm. essentially. So it's a lot of very similar. He buys a dog after his, for his retirement. Like there, there are
0: Shameless there bites. are
1: yeah, there are obvious <laughs> ties that it's trying to like pull from John Wick. And I'm like, it could have worked in some of those, but it just it falls short in a lot work, of aspects. Quite. The violence was pretty awesome, but um, yeah. Anyway, John Wick does a great job of building this world that I'm hoping three kind of rounds out. In the end. Oh. I it's gonna be sick. He's riding a horse he's in traffic. A horse. It's gonna be dope.
0: <laughs> so much. There's so much going on. He somehow ends up in the desert. Yeah. Why is he going to the desert? I'm I don't so know. curious to
1: see where that goes.
0: Everything about it. It's just great. So thank you, Keanu, for being. Thank you. you. And you know, I listened to Jason Manzucas, because now that I can remember his name. Talk about the movie a little bit, and he's like, he's like, I can't believe the things that Keanu Reeves does. Mm-hmm. Like he was scared for his life. Because it was so intense, what he's going yeah. through to make these movies at his age, especially
1: the training. Oh my god! He fully sells his role. In so, these movies.
0: if you would you see a movie where John Wick goes against Tom Cruise from the MI series, like a crossover? Yeah, like there's like a totally. crossover, like, like a like, Freddie vs Jason type. Yeah, thing. essentially. But like, I think John Wick wins
1: every time in that. Right. Right. Like Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt comes. I mean, end. he's he can pull off he definitely pulls off the stunts sure more than john wick would but i don't know as far as the kill
0: the kills he's not killing john yeah i mean
1: ethan hunt isn't killing guys left and right right he's...
0: that's a good point they're not exactly comparable no, he's man. more of a spy than an assassin i would just like to like watch ethan hunt analyze from afar what john wick is doing like his warpath yeah. and him having to like insert himself somehow at the end of the show and <laughs> then john wick killing ethan hunt and killing the franchise sorry <laughs> I... That's it. I'm actually tired of the MI stuff just because I think it's too over the top. But like, do you think Fallout, wasn't it the best
1: it was one good. probably it was good. since? I mean, I thought it was better than Rogue Nation.
0: It was good. It was better than Rogue Nation. Like, I just think it gets too much at a certain point. And I know people like the stakes raising yeah. and the, the extremeness they can take it because it's like part of the fun. Yeah. I guess I just – it doesn't do it for me yeah. as much. Seen that helicopter thing.
1: Yeah, with Tom Cruise, how much he does his own shit, though. It is. I mean,
0: similar to Keanu
1: Reeves. I respect that. Yeah, they're working. They sell sell what they're doing.
0: Yeah, they're on the other side of it. Like, maybe in those intimate moments, they don't have the nuance like a JG has in a dramatic role. Yeah. But the physical role, they are going 110%. Yeah. So that's exciting. John Wick 3. Next one, we got... This is yours. Oh, yeah, gentlemen. so
1: Dragged Across Concrete. I'll be quick on this one. So Craig um, S. Zoller is his director who has made two movies to date. And he's kind of one of those... He's left that Im- the same impression similar to like Damon Chazelle. So Damon Chazelle makes Whiplash. He just immediately floors me and I'm into any- anything he wants to do. I mean, La La Land further compliments that. And I felt like Craig Zoller, he made a movie with Kurt Russell called Bone Tomahawk and Patrick Wilson... And it is... Have you guys seen this? Uh-uh. So there, So these are both on Amazon Prime, both of his movies. Bone Tomahawk. Um, it's kind of like takes place... It's like Western period. And it's about Kurt Russell trying to track down um, these guys that have been kidnapped by these cannibalistic cave dwellers. Dang. It's some of the most violent shit I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen a lot of movies. <laughs> but he's very... He takes his... What I like about Zoller, he takes his time with his characters. So the other se- the second movie he made with Vince Vaughn called uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, also Amazon Prime, it's about a guy who basically goes to prison in order to kill someone, and it is awesome. Like, Vince Vaughn is probably some of his best acting I've ever seen. Wow. And again, it's Zoller... Like, they, these are both, like, two and a half, two hour and 20 minute movies, and they seem like they're kind of going long, like in between. There's a lot of character dialogue moments before you're actually getting into the meat of things, but it always pays off. Mm-hmm. And you you realize by the end of the movie, you wouldn't be feeling the way you would if it hadn't been for that kind of character buildup. So Zoller's coming out the new movie. It's already made and it's already screened in some foreign festivals. Um, so I, 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 I assume it'll show up on Amazon Prime sometime this year. Cool um but Mel Gibson Vince Vaughn coming back with this director I mean if you it's hard to explain why I'm so excited about this movie I'm just I love this director I love the way he's already approached these movies and I like Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn and they're in roles so this movie's about two cops that kind of get suspended from the force because of like things they're just kind of going against the law and what um Ethics. You know, I love cops the off the chain. Right. You know, so they're suspended. Training Training but because day. of some injustices, they delve deeper into the criminal underworld to get their just due, basically. Mm. I'm like, I'm all I'm all for that. When I mean, with this tra- and, and the movie's like two and a half hours, I'm like, I'm in. Again, both of these movies are extremely they almost feel like grindhouse movies. Like the cinematography, the the um, is it like unrelenting? Shows
0: everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Violence.
1: Vince Vaughn. I mean, you thought Drive, Gosling, smashing someone's head with their foot was bad. This is this takes that to a next level in wow. Brawl and Cell Block. Bone Tomahawk has a scene. I can't even explain. To, I've never seen anything more just like abhorrently violent and just like... you're almost like laughing because you have to like you can't just soak it in because it's so intense these cannibals i I don't know if i want to explain it (laughs) because it's just it's a scene that took me by surprise but yeah i don't i i I won't get into anyway watch these movies because they are awesome all right um very well done very character driven i'm very
0: excited for what this is like a good one to watch with my wife yeah. It's a winner. Surprisingly,
1: my <laughs> wife did watch both of those movies oh, really? with me. Oh, really? And she's like, why are you – why?
0: <laughs> why, dude? Just, You've got problems. I don't know. We I'm all lost. need therapy, I guess. And she's like,
1: why are you laughing And I'm watching these <laughs> scenes go down? I'm like, I, I have to because it's just so outrageous. But very good character-driven movies, very good stories, very well directed.
0: So, so um, one movie that is not on our list that I'm looking forward to Is Quentin Tarantino's new project that comes out this year? Oh yeah, Once Upon a a Time in Hollywood.
1: It's gonna be sick with
0: Leo and Margot Robbie and uh, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. It's a it's a stellar cast. It's a a stellar about the murder of about the murder of Sharon Tate.
1: Well, it's like it's like takes place during the murder. Yeah, yeah. So it's like about Leo.
0: It's an original story. Brad Pitt taking place in that time period. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's got a lot of potential. Hateful Eight was okay. I, I
1: like Havel I, I mean, actually never saw it. Yeah, I mean really it was, yeah. I think it's still on
0: Netflix. It is. You yeah. watch it. I it got turned off by the three hour number. Yeah. It's literally three hours, I think. So it's I long. was like, Oh man, when do I have three hours? Isn't that weird psychologically? It's hard to plunk down to uh, give yeah. the time to that. I think and I heard it kinda got mixed reviews. So that kinda kept me away from it. Mm. But yeah. this movie you're talking about does sound legit. Yeah. It's probably going to be a must-see.
1: I mean, Tarantino's a given. He's another, another one of those directors. We you see everything he puts out. I don't care what he's doing next. I'm going to go see it. You'll see it.
0: No matter what. And his, his stuff is weird because like it, sometimes it works really, really well. And sometimes I feel like it's just kind of self-indulgent on a certain level. Like some of the ways he approaches filming at times. But he's obviously a must-see. Mm-hmm. Always a must-see. So we got two months away from the biggest movie of all time. Avengers. possibly end game it's gonna be what it, about episode i nine? don't see how
1: it's not going to be i still think it'll outdo episode nine especially after
0: episode nine that yeah espe-
1: be... especially after episode eight eight i think a lot of people saw i mean it's still gonna make billion dollars yeah plus, yeah but yeah i don't know what's nothing's holding avengers back nothing infinity war killed it
0: and it left on a cliffhanger yeah
1: the cliffhanger was
0: massive and huge so, was a cliffhanger it's it's going to be the biggest movie of all time. It's going to be massive. How much is Captain Marvel going to play into this movie? Seems like a lot. Which I think that movie looks like horseshit. It kind of does. Doesn't <laughs> it? Everything about it looks <laughs> dumb well, to What me. doesn't
1: help it, Brie Larson's been doing these like, press tours yeah. where she's really driving home like it's about feminism. It's a feminist movement movie. I'm like, why? Why, why are you say, even saying this? Why even is, if it is, don't yeah, tell me that. Say it. Why is Marvel
0: like, introducing a new character that they're not even sure people will receive well right before their biggest movie they're, they're expecting to bank on her? Yeah. I know. That's what I don't understand. Well, I, I understand. The, it, like, it's a perfect way to make like a billion dollars in March and then make a billion dollars in <laughs> April. Yeah, like, it, because you have a billion reasons why. That's why, yeah. yeah, and and I think they saw what um, Wonder Woman did,
1: yep, right. And they want to try to and they don't get have that, that board.
0: in their universe. And it's the character they need. It's the Superman of, right? I think that's what she is. Right? I don't it know. kind
1: of I don't know that much about Captain Marvel, but it seems she, is, she has like, powers
0: similar to Superman. She's an alien. She can fly. From a Different planet. Yeah. So. I don't. I don't know I've, if I've ever seen Brie Larson in anything
1: haven't either i didn't see
0: room i didn't see room
1: um yeah and she won for that too
0: right so maybe i need to see if some of her work to know what i should really think about this movie Uh, what are you guys expecting from your avengers endgame experience are you expecting to walk out satisfied are you expecting to see some things you've never seen before what are you kind of thinking
1: I mean, satisfied for sure.
0: You I think you will be I, satisfied I was, by the ending?
1: I was skeptical about Infinity War, about how they were going to handle everything. everything. But I think because the runtime is looking to be at least three hours, they're really not going to cut anything down. So like, yeah. we're going to get the full experience that we deserve, I think.
0: I think one word, it's, it's going to be epic. Yeah. It'll be big. There's no way it's not. So.
1: That movie, yeah. I mean, who's willing to say? I, I just I don't see how that's not going to make more money than Avatar. Because Avatar right. still has number one slot as the it's most. Kind of of crazy all time. when you think Which about it. Which is Avatar,
0: pretty crazy, right? Everything that's come out since that. I, I look at this new Avengers movie and I go, "What can they do that hasn't been done?" I mean, kill people off oh, for right? good. They I mean, obviously to, they kill they need, people they and go and go to die. die. They gotta go Game of Thrones style. They do. Like they finally need to commit to like getting rid of some of these characters in the in those that are playing them. And seeing that will be cathartic in a certain level. Yeah. We'll be like to... with Logan. You're right. With
1: Hugh Jackman. Did you end up seeing that? No, it's on my I
0: bought it. I bought it. It's been sitting there in the, the plastic. I've been waiting Dude. to watch it. Dude, it's, it's good, man.
1: See, and that movie did it. I right. think that, the Avengers should take note from that because the way, if you're going to send someone off, like that's so been in like Downey Jr., uh, Chris Pine, not Chris Pine. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris he- Evans. Oh, Chris, have Yeah, 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 yeah. they yeah. have been in the game for over 10 years. And, right. I mean, to send him off, like, Wolverine's send off was, was perfect. It's the right way to do it. Yeah, he dies, and it's tragic, but, like, it's perfect because you were not going to see him again.
0: Well, for Wolverine, it's a relief that he dies. Right. Because he was basically. Yeah, it is. He, right? he was like, tortured. He was tortured all, Dude, for movie. most of his existence. You got
1: to watch that movie. I, I, mean, watch it I think that's arguably one of the greatest superhero movies. Dang.
0: Ever okay, made. yeah, you've sold me. You pushed me back over it's the so hill. It's so good. I think you got to kill off an OG Avenger. Maybe the end of the first act, to give it some real wow. The real sacrificial some, lamb. Some to real get it. we have to. They're gonna die fighting Thanos. Like it has to happen because it's, it's, it's
1: the original Avengers crew, right? The OG, right. It's That's left. Just which is very OG. very
0: like convenient for the right the system. Plus Ant Man <laughs> and Rocket. <laughs>
1: And uh, we have Rocket, and, Rocket uh, the, and what's her name from Black Panther? Oh yeah, uh, bald chick.
0: Yep, yep, yep. I don't know her name. <laughs> uh, Michonne, from Michonne Walking Dead. from Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, they also have the Black Widow or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. who somehow became the strongest character in the universe. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. That's what her name is. She died, didn't she? No, I think no. she left because uh, Vision died. Yeah, that's right. Because they essentially broke up pairs. Like if you're buds, you or exactly. like love interest. Unless you you're die. an OG. Unless you're an OG. Yeah. Right? I want to see Chris Evans die very very Chris funny. Chris Evans shaved. shaved? Shaved. No more beard, Lame. no more long hair. So The trailer shows that it looks like quite a bit of time has passed. Yeah, it does, huh? The, since the thing, which is interesting, cuz it felt like they would be rushing to like fix things. Maybe they don't feel like they can fix things. Yeah. I don't know. That's one thing I really liked about Infinity War was the weird combos you got. Yeah, <laughs> like seeing them interact. People that you didn't really like seeing Iron Man and Doctor Strange interacting. I thought that was pretty fun. Or Rocket with, like, Thor with the Guardians. and It was literally like playing the video game Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And, like, you just pick these random combos yep. that you could bring in together and fight with different characters yeah. that would never be together. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it'll be good. It's, it's obviously going to set up Disney to make more money. It's going to keep that universe going strong. But it's going to be sad to see maybe Robert Downey go... Yeah, what's
1: I, weird though? They still have uh, like the Guardians Three will come Guardians after 3? it. Doctor yep. Strange Two will come after mm-hmm. it. Um, Black Panther Two was coming after. Oh yeah. It. So it's weird. We'll still see a lot of these characters come back, but I think the OG characters—they're dying. I wonder. There's no way. Is Ruffalo
0: tired now? Do we need I to I think give he needs real? to go. I think I he like needs Ruffalo. to leave.
1: I think Ruffalo's obnoxious. <laughs> I really do. I really
0: think across the board, all things or just his Hulk. Um, more. It's more
1: recent. Not all things. Spotlight like, I like Ruffalo. him. I like, yeah, yeah. That's when he started taking. It's like, all right. They knew. Like, he was great in Zodiac. Yeah. Um. He's good in uh, Shutter Island. Mm-hmm. He has his good roles, but I just think, like, as Hulk, I thought he was just a little too jokey, and he was funny in in Ragnarok. Right. And I, I don't mind what they did with him, but
0: I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of him. I'm tired of the Hulk Ed stuff. Yeah. Let's just get a, Let's just get over that and keep going. <laughs> I just want to see the Hulk. I don't want to see you you know like really scarlett
1: johansson and mark ruffalo really yeah they have like it's a weird thing they're pushing
0: there right when did scarlett johansson become the uncool chick in the group like the girl who's hanging out at the college parties for too long when did this happen because scarlet witch kind of took her place is the hot one is the hot exciting one
1: yeah scarlett johansson
0: she's not even that that old that's what's weird about it i don't know I don't know. I, I think it helps that uh, the, what is Scarlet Witch? She dropped the accent. That helped her. Yeah. The fake Russian accent. She somehow had... we all forgot about that. I didn't forget about it. It was the right move, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the story is a little, there's a lot of plot holes with it. But overall, it's pretty tight the way they, they managed to mm-hmm. make it. So I'm assuming this will be a tight conclusion. Yeah. I think I, so, too. They seem to have a clear story that they wanted to tell. Um, final thing we need to talk about. This is Taylor's favorite movie from his childhood, the one and only, genie in a bottle, Aladdin, <laughs> and his friend Aladdin. Ugh. The new Aladdin is coming out, and I've already harped on this about how lazy Disney is for doing these live-action remakes of these movies. I think it's completely unoriginal. It's the biggest cash grab they can do, but it's been working, and it keeps making the money, so they're going to keep doing despite it despite the movies being shit. Doesn't matter; people see them. You got to see your first look in the trailer. Oh, I watched the trailer for the new Aladdin last Sunday. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Was it the Super Bowl that came out? Yeah. I think it was. So bad. Are you excited? Hell no. I'm going to boycott it. You're going to see it. No, I don't see the live action Disney. You don't want to see Will Smith? I want to see him now. It's Fat Blue Genie. Oh, I don't want them to. it was during the Grammys. That's what it was. That's what it was, the Grammys, right? I don't yeah. want them to think that people liked it, and so they keep making more of them. Like I I don't care. Anyway, I it's can d- stop. It doesn't matter what you do. I know. This is like the new Shrek, dude. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I just feel like in the, in the Disney animated canon, I think there's a few characters that are untouchable because the performances were just so out of left field that you just shouldn't even bother trying to recreate it. And Robin Williams' Genie yeah. is number one on that for me. That was a very... Because... That is him. Like it's not like you could have thrown anyone in that role. That movie doesn't yeah. happen if you don't have Robin Williams.
1: Well, he was the reason Aladdin didn't get nominated for a screenplay because he ad libbed so much that really? it, it diverted so much from the actual script. Yeah, a lot of his stuff was just pure. That's, whether that's true or not, I've read that. That
0: that's a fun fact. Yeah. Think about how many impressions he does in that movie. Right, that were probably all right off the cuff. Is Will Smith an impressions guy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. We saw him try to do concussion. So I don't know. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. he's moving a million miles an hour, just
1: I wonder how similar. He'll I don't try know. he attack it. it like that because he's he looks like the stuff from my nightmares. Like he looks bizarre. <laughs> we've he we've looks heard so we've weird. heard
0: Blue Shrek. Yeah. My my work computer background right now is a picture of Shrek and Blue Genie side by side. <laughs> I just don't know, like Will Smith in the two thousands, like coolest guy.
1: Yeah, coolest guy ever. Late nineties, early two thousands. Early two thousands, like
0: the guy. And now he's a loser. He's
1: he's making, losing. He's
0: making Bright Two, another Suicide Squad movie, and Blue Genie. Speaking of Suicide Squad, real quick, I'm actually excited. This is a complete redirect, right? right. Is this just Birds real quick. of Prey? This, no, no. This so this is
1: James Gunn is directing oh, oh, Suicide right. Squad that's Two, right. and they're kind of. It's supposed to just kind of just be like a revamp. Like DC's just realized they've just gone to shit on all their stuff. So (laughs) I'm really hoping that they make this one rated R and I like James Gunn. Yeah. He's done great with the Guardian stuff. So I'm hoping Will Smith, I think is returning in Deadshot. Admittedly, he was good in Suicide Squad. He was the only part. Yeah. He and and Margot Robbie. Yeah.
0: He's, so, he's got charisma. He's got natural charisma.
1: Well, obviously. I mean, he was the biggest star in the world at one point. Right. So it's like, what is, I don't know what he needs to do to get back on track. That's why
0: these choices are weird. Like, he needs to age gracefully. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know. And doing some of these movies, it doesn't seem to correlate. I think the part about him hyping the genie, though, is like, like saying, like, you're going to love this. Like, if you love the original Latin, like, this is so... <laughs> you know what? Maybe it turns out it is good. And people like it. We don't yeah. know yet. We've only seen a glimpse. It looks terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it does. It doesn't look good. But who knows? And these spinoff movies, like, I applaud DC for just saying, like, that was dog shit. Let's try that again and do it right. Yeah. It's like the Joker movie. Yeah, exactly. That'll be interesting. It's like Joaquin I Phoenix. About that. It's like, yeah, let's let him get weird. See what he does with it. I'm going to see that movie. You know, if freaking what's-his-face, who was the loser Joker? Um, Jared Leto? Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. Yeah, I mean, if he needs to keep doing stuff, which I guess he's still going to do something. I don't know. I thought they threw him out. Did they toss him? Because I I heard he was going to be involved somehow still and Mm. have them run concurrently. What do you think about Ewan McGregor in the new uh, Margot Robbie movie? I haven't seen anything about it. I haven't seen anything about it. It's Margot Robbie. Uh, She's Harley Quinn. Mary Elizabeth Winstead is the huntress. i got to look up. Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey. you talking about about Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, Oh, yeah. Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. Yeah. That'll be good. I like Mm. Ewan McGregor. I've
0: never... Have we seen him as a villain? before yeah angels and demons <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> that's, that's right
1: i like you and mcgregor quite yeah a i'm a he big fan he plays danny in the new doctor sleep sequel to the Shining. really yeah so that's gonna be good it's a
0: lot of stuff we'll wrap it up here yeah there's a lot to see we'll cover some of it incrementally throughout the year we're fun we're glad to get back
1: good Bill to be Mo. back fellas Thanks glad you guys on, are man. back you know dude we it's missed doing this it's good stuff face to face
0: too we've been doing it over the phone for a while i just
1: feel i didn't mention this in the last pod when we were when i was here last week doing the oscars one um that's right um uh, but uh i just felt really cathartic really venting about glass it did like we just need to reiterate how shattered Whew. we are from that
0: like sometimes we don't do our segments right we did that one right yeah we did that one like we we were ready and f- you know what m night the suck it dude yeah I've never
1: felt this strongly about throwing a movie out of a canon. Like toss it. Like split and unbreakable, those are the only things that exist in my mind.
0: I don't even know what glass is.
1: Because I can't picture I cannot I, I can't go on knowing that David Dunn died in a puddle. I can't <laughs> I can't. I can't watch Unbreakable and then say, Wow, his his demise is just going to – is the most pathetic thing I've ever oh seen. Gosh. So I cannot –
0: When you go from A to B, that is the dude. saddest thing I've ever heard. So
1: that's why I can't – that's the only way I can enjoy Unbreakable because if I don't know what happens to him in the <laughs> future – A
0: Michael Pena summary of Unbreakable and then he dies in a puddle. Yeah, it's oh – And he's dead in a puddle. It's <laughs> pathetic. It's, yeah, anyway.
1: So yeah, we have shallow to just eliminate Shallow
0: too, dude Shallow dude. of shallow you No, we're even...
1: not even talking Like a manhole Sewer Girl, You know, it's, no It's
0: Like those cute 60s movies Where you put your jacket Over the puddle Exactly so the... It's not exactly. even worth that It's not even worth that? His head isn't even
1: All the way underwater <laughs> It's
0: not <laughs> yeah. It's like one nostril He <laughs> could blow out And he'd be fine uh, Gosh
1: I just Damn it Never, never again Damn Will you, I watch that Maybe we
0: just turn this Into an M. Night pod
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> we can go through His filmography Oh
0: jeez Oh jeez oh, I just – yeah, you got to just compartmentalize everything. Yeah, you do. You gotta in his case. Put it in that a box. That is a good point.
1: I think that's the only way to look at Shyamalan put because for how many bombs, for how many disappointments he does, you have to compartmentalize each and every one of his movies just to make his away. filmography work.
0: Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day for him, he, he may be dog shit for a lot of what he does, but he'll be remembered. It's true. He's part of for the, the better lexicon of pop culture. Yeah. With a twist in a movie. It's a Shyamalan twist.
1: I mean, Unbreakables in, is in my top 20 movies, I think, of all time. Wow. So, like, I, I have to give him some credit. Yeah. But I don't have to respect him. David Dunn died in a puddle. <laughs> David Dunn died in a fucking puddle. Dude. And it's so, <laughs> it's so disappointing. <laughs> it's so sad. Anyway.
0: Well, guys, this is fun. You got a lot of recommendations, too, if you haven't seen this stuff. You got yeah, you you to get there. Boys. We name-dropped a ton of movies. Yeah,
1: yeah you guys, we'll, we'll, we'll still be we'll keep you guys busy. Yeah. this will keep you busy for the next year <laughs>
0: enjoy something to watch in the meantime enjoy True Detective Season 3 wrapping up over the next two weeks the shit is fire again you can forget about Season 2 just like we'll try and forget about Glass alright everybody until next time we'll see, ya. see you, see fellas we're out